This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Ah, that works. I'm like, why can't I hear anything? because my headphones weren't plugged in. Matt Scraby, Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. We're coming up on Chris or Dave versus The Fans. Dave has uh, filled in valiantly for Chris over the last couple weeks. Chris will be back on Monday, but we are going to be giving away a chance for a qualification to a two night for, to win a two night stay at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino and a private VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook with a $250 food and beverage credit. Experience high action entertainment at the best race and sports book in Las Vegas. The best of Las Vegas race and sports book, or sports superbook is the largest in the world. The Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms part of their 70 million dollar room renovations home of legendary vegas fun must be 21 plus gambling problem call 1-800 gambler we got our players on the line so let's waste no time and go to chris versus the fans if you had one shot one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself howdy do now is your time listen to me this guy is dangerous now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, Dave, your final appearance. You have done so well at this game. Are you feeling like you should take over for Chris full time? No, no. Chris is uh, well versed at doing this and uh it's more fun to see him lose and see me lose, probably. Uh, it's fun for both of you to lose, honestly, because that means I did an okay job with the questions, or I just made the questions so hard that no one knows anything. So we're going to get started here. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Dave gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Dave gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question, or you win if you're a first-time player. It's not the same when I do it by myself. Just let me know before you get into the first question, and you will get the first question for free. So let's go to the phones. I am going to go with Emilio. Emilio, you are on the air. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. You ready to play? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go. Shohei Otani just got surgery on what body part? His elbow. His elbow is correct. All right. Which I found it kind of weird. They packed up his locker and all that stuff. We didn't even talk about that earlier this week. Maybe I'll talk about it later. All right. Here we go. Question number two, Emilio. 
What team did Paul Goldschmidt start his career with? Um, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Arizona Diamondbacks is correct. Nice job, Emilio. Uh, Dave has not even had an opportunity yet, so we are on to question number three. Let's do this one. What active Rockies player has the most home runs in Rocky franchise history? Active Rockies player who has the most home runs in franchise history. Uh, let's go with uh, Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman is correct. Wow. Emilio runs the table. That is awesome, Emilio. Stay right there. We're going to get your information. You left me with a lot of time, so you might be on hold for a little bit. Dave, did you know those answers? <laughs> uh, I did, yeah. That, but uh, Good job, Emilio. I mean, uh, put me the rest there yeah put you, put you to rest there i'm just gonna ask you some of these other questions because i know chris won't know them but have you ever watched the show brooklyn 99 a little bit okay so what brooklyn 99 actor once played for the los angeles rams uh i, I know his name i just um he also does the america's got talent show Yes, he does. Most, Terry um, Crews Terry is Cruz, the answer. Yes. Tip my tongue there, yeah. Um, you should know this one. The Padres have three series left. Who are they playing? <laughs> Looks like the Cardinals are here tonight, and then we go to San Francisco <laughs> and uh, finish against the Chicago White Sox, a natural place to finish the season. Yeah, that's Not a really weird place to finish the season. Yeah. All right, last question, and then you can go back to your duties. I'm just keeping you. Coming into <laughs> today, which Cardinal is leading the team in home runs this season? This one's tough. Uh, it's usually one of two guys, um, but this season, you're trying to, it's like a trick, is it a trick question? It, it's, it, I guess it's not a trick question, <laughs> but it's not the two guys you're thinking of. I'll go with, uh, Contreras. Contreras is incorrect. That's okay. Nolan Gorman is leading the team in home runs this year for the Cardinals at 27. Thanks, Dave, for filling in for Chris the last couple weeks. We'll have a a get-to-know-Dave segment for everybody on Wednesday. But thank you again. Thanks, Matt, for having me. Appreciate it. fun. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. We're going to do Dave versus Chris at some point. i got to figure out how that's going to work. So I think that would be kind of fun to put pit Chris versus Dave and just have him battle it out. Um, But, yeah, that was... Dave versus the fans. Now, let me give you the Padres lineup because it's a little bit different today. Uh, Hassan Kim is back in the lineup, so we don't have to worry about that. And I'm pulling it up right now. I know that Xander Bogarts is leading off for the Padres tonight, so they're going to keep him in that spot. Even though I clicked the Padres score, it took me to the Mariners score. While so. you search for that, let, yes, me ask you a, you. let me ask you a question, yes. Matt, because you did mention the two people I wanted to ask about. Hassan Kim is back. He had a ton of success in the leadoff role, but Xander Bogarts, since Kim went out, has been uh, has been as good, if not better. How do you feel about Bogarts staying in the leadoff role instead of Hassan Kim? Well, great question, Adam. Thanks for asking. Uh, Hassan Kim, he's kind of been struggling a little bit since uh, he he's been struggling. Uh, since, I don't know, for the last couple weeks. He hasn't been as hot as he was at the top of the lineup. Xander Bogarts has been as hot as you can get in baseball. Let me find his last uh, 7-15 game, or 7-15 or game stats. It's uh, 
in the last 15 games, Xander Bogarts is hitting 468 with three home runs, seven RBIs, four walks, five stolen bases. His OPS is like 1.2 something. So Hassan Kim, on the other hand, if I go and click on his name, you know, Hassan Kim was very important for the Padres to stay in that season uh, because it, when when no one else was hitting, Hassan Kim was actually doing a lot of the heavy lifting for the team. And honestly, without Hassan Kim finding it for that little bit, the team we're not even talking about them having a chance at the playoffs. But in the last uh, 15 games, Hassan Kim is hitting 190. Uh, he is, he's only, he hasn't hit any home runs. He's got eight RBIs, but definitely not what he was doing earlier in the season. I mean, let's go look at his month of July. His month of July was incredible. He was hitting 337 in July. His OPS was over one. He hit five home runs. He walked 16 times. Back to your question. I think it's okay for Xander Bogarts to be the leadoff. I think you have to go with the hot hitter right now. And Xander Bogarts is the guy. And Hassan Kim has missed what three of last three games, maybe with an abdominal discomfort. So you don't know exactly how he's going to be tonight, but you have to think that he will be ready to go just because they're putting him in the lineup. But what do you think, Adam? I, I think you got to stick with what's working right now. It's yeah. not a dig at Kim or anybody else, it's just things are working. Like it's it, sometimes you don't have to overthink things. Things are working. No need to mess it up. I know. And it's it's like sometimes when things are working, you want to mess with it for some reason because you want to tweak it and improve it. But right now, this has been the lineup that has been doing the most damage for them. Manny's in the lineup. Juan Soto's in the lineup. Here, I'll just give it to you. Bogart's first. Tati's second. Soto third. Machado DHing fourth. Choi at first base, uh, batting fifth. Hassan Kim at second base, batting sixth. Grisham back in the lineup, playing center field, batting seventh. Matthew Batten playing uh, third base, batting eighth. And uh, Brett Sullivan is catching tonight, batting ninth. Now, you do have Luis Campusano off the bench if you need him. Tony and I were saying yesterday that Luis Campusano might have played his way into the starting catching role of this team for next season. I don't think there's any question as to what they want to do with Luis Campusano next year. And he's being Snell the last couple times out. Snell's only given up one hit in the last, like, 45 batters. And that was one of the things that we were concerned about when Gary Sanchez went out. He broke his wrist. He had been working with Snell. Uh, Over the years, we have been talking a lot about personal catchers because Hugh Darvish came over with Victor Caratini, and he was his personal personal catcher, but then they had to move on from Victor Caratini. And basically what I've learned about the personal catcher thing, it's a pitcher's preference. I guess it doesn't really matter in the end as long as the catcher can do what they're doing. But Blake Snell does – he he throws the ball into the dirt a ton, and that's part of his pitch is that he's going to throw it, it's going to fall off the edge of the earth, and it's going to hit the dirt, and you have to stop it if you're a catcher. And Luis Campisano did a great job of that, catching him the last few times. Uh, we've talked about it a couple times this year. The catching Catching Blake Snell is not easy because of how many – I think uh, Mark Grant calls it – CRS catchers catcher runs saved when they're able to block a ball and uh, if there's a guy in third and normally a pass ball would or a wild pitch would score someone but Luis Campisano is doing really well and I think him and if they can get Gary Sanchez back to to be the the catching crew 
I think that will be pretty exciting. I don't think there's any doubt that Camposano will be the, the primary catcher. He's been one of the, the organization's top prospects for quite a long time and actually came up and showed the glimpses. He showed why he was viewed that way within the organization. He's on a rookie contract. They're going to be looking to shed some payroll while also investing in some pitching that they're going to have to replace uh, from other guys leaving. Gary Sanchez, I don't know if he's going to, A, want to come back and be a backup, you know, kind of the second half of a platoon, and he's going to probably dictate at least a little bit more money than than you might want to dedicate to that position. I think the, the move is make Camposano your primary catcher, go out and find a veteran to be the second half of the platoon with Camposano. So do you think Gary Sanchez has played his way out of a Padres uniform because of how good he was this year? I, I mean, he was picked up. In for lack of a better word or phrase, he was picked up off a trash heap, and the Padres found a really useful player that other teams have already given up on. And I'm a little, I mean, that concerns me slightly because you just never know what's going to happen in the following season after a, a season where it was totally unexpected. But do you think Gary Sanchez has played himself out of a Padres uniform in a good way? I mean, like yeah. I think, yeah. I think he. He's one of the what thirty or thirty-two best catchers on the planet, right? So yeah. like he 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 probably wants to be a starter, and I think the Padres are probably in a position where they probably want Luis Camposano to be the starter, and so it it just might be best for everybody if if that's what happens. It's not like he played himself out like adios, he's no good. Yeah, Gary yeah. Sanchez has been a godsend. He he really has. I mean, there's been several points this year where guys that you didn't expect to carry this team have carried this team. Gary Sanchez is one of them. Hassan Kim is another one. Uh, Juan Soto's been s- slowly doing it all year. Xander Bogarts did it in the first part of the season, and now he's doing it here in September. And Luis Campisano in the last 30 games is hitting 333 with a um, 8.8 something ERA, uh, closer to or ERA. He's not a pitcher. OPS is what I was trying to say, but he has an over eight, nearly nine OPS. He's hit five home runs, 22 RBIs. And you know what? One thing Luis Camposano has done for the Padres that hasn't happened a lot this year is he's got the clutch hits. He's been the one to continue the inning. He's been the one to drive in the guys when no one else is. And I'm not taking a dig at Chris because before the year he wanted to trade Luis Camposano. And I think we know why. He wanted to trade Camposano for Wilson Contreras, who ended up going to the Cardinals and ended up struggling most of the season, if not the entire season. And now you know why the Padres wanted to hang on to Luis Camposano. Because he's good, and he can hit, and he can catch. And I think you've seen with with all the successful organizations, one of the big formulas to that success is integrating your younger up-and-coming uh, talent that also is on a rookie contract with and supplement them with the big contracts and the veterans and the superstars and spending the higher salaries on the guys who aren't those superstars, which with all due respect to Gary Sanchez, he's not Manny Machado or Xander Bogart. Yeah. You've got the you've got your big four, and I think you could even say it's a big five or six with with uh, Hassan Kim and Jake Cronenworth. You integrate it with Luis Camposano, and you find someone to split the catching duties with him, as opposed to someone to kind of push him to the second half of the platoon. In a in a in a season that has been mostly a lot of question marks, I guess you could say that the Padres found one thing this season, and that's a, a starting catcher for next season and beyond. And then you have Ethan Salas, who's right there. 
and he might even be at the major league level in the next two seasons. So. And, and Preller deserves his due because Seth Lugo and Michael Walker were also really great signings. They have outperformed their contracts. They have. And you know what? There's one person that we haven't talked about lately that I think we need to talk about in regards to his contract, and that's Nick Martinez. And I'm going to tell you why it's a little... He may not be with the team next season, and, and, and I'm going to give you some reasons. And that is after your traffic report and after this next break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I will refrain coming into this segment with my rock voice, I guess, because I really want to be, I, I told you guys this last week, but I really wanted to be like a heavy metal lead singer at some point in my life and it just never worked out for me because my voice just isn't quite there. Too much like Kermit the Frog, they say. I'm just kidding. No one has ever told me that. Matt Scraby here with you. Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Tony Gwynn Jr. back here shortly for the Big Five. And then he will be off for the day to get ready. We just had some history made in, uh, I guess it would be Atlanta. No, actually, I don't know where this game is. I'm not going to try to pretend like I know. But Ronald Acuna Jr., has now gone 40-40 in the season for this season with a home run against the Nationals. He is the only the fifth player with a 40 homer, 40 steal season. He is actually trying to become I believe the first player ever to have a 40 home run, 70 stolen base season. Currently, he is at 68 stolen bases, so all he needs is two more to set that record. But Ronald Acuña Jr. is has played incredible this year and he I can't see and I can't see Mookie Betts winning the MVP over Ronald Acuna because of what he's done this year he's just been consistent the entire season he's hitting 335 he's got an OPS over one he's got those 40 home runs he's got the 68 stolen bases so Ronald Acuna Jr. he is making more cases for why he is the National League MVP before we went to break, I talked to you about Nick Martinez and what he what what's looking what he's looking at going into this offseason. And so I went to look at his stats real quick just to freshen up on them. And 
I'm looking at the stats of a guy who's doing the same exact thing that he did last year for the Padres. And so it's almost like I'm thinking, because coming into this segment, without looking at the stats, without really looking at the contract situation, if you were to ask me how Nick Martinez has pitched this year, I would have told you that he's pitched okay. He's pitched above average. He hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been great. Well, he is basically doing the same thing as last year, as I said. He's he's been in 61 games this year. He's pitched 101 innings. Last year he pitched 106 innings in the regular season. He's given up 95 hits this year, 96 hits last season. Uh earned runs. He's he gave up 41 last year, 42 so far this season. If you look at all of these stats across the board for Nick Martinez, you are seeing a pretty consistent performance from last season. Uh, his strikeouts, he's at 95 this year. He had 95 last year. So it kind of surprised me when I looked at his stats and I did a little bit more analysis on them. And he is looking like a guy that the the Padres knew what they were going to get. Now, he's making $16 million next season. Or uh, he's making $10 million this season. Next season, he is making $16 million. But that's only... If the Padres uh, are able to, or if the Padres take his club option, which will pay him 16, but both of those, they, they go in two years in a row. Some of these contracts, I will say this about AJ Preller. He has made some pretty creative contracts here uh, that give the team some control, but also give the players some control at all. So it, it can control as well. And so with this contract and the Michael Walker contract, there's many different options that they can do. Uh, the player can, and same with the team. But this one, if the Padres decline the club option uh, for this next season, it has to decline the 2025 club option as well. If they decline those options, the $16 million salary converts into an $8 million player option. So then Nick Martinez has the chance to decide whether or not he wants to return to the Padres for $8 million. He's also got some bonuses this year for appearances. He's made over 60 appearances. So each uh, level, 30, 40, 50, and 60 appearances, he's made $200,000. What it comes down to is, will the Padres want to want to invest $32 million into Nick Martinez, Nick Martinez over two seasons? Because right now, he is uh, the $8 million that would likely be his decision. I don't know if he's going to take that. I, I don't. Looking at his stats, seeing what he's done this year, it feels like they're different years, but I don't believe they are very different years. I feel like maybe this year Nick Martinez has uh, been a little bit – he's given up more games than he, has la- he had last year. But if I'm him, why would I want to take an $8 million option? And if I'm him, why do I want to come back to a team that – won't start me, which is what he wants to do. He said it on the show many times. He said it to us. He said it to uh, to to um, Sam Levitt throughout the season. So I think the Padres are going to have to, or they're going to have to. Uh, I'm not really sure that they can continue with this contract with Nick Martinez, just so they have options and they can bring someone else in if need be. But if I'm Nick Martinez, I don't know if I'm taking that eight million dollars. And I know it's a lot of money, I really do. But when you're when when the team 
signed up for $16 million when he signed the contract before last season, and they had the option to take that $16 million then. Uh, they must have thought that they wanted him for the long term. So maybe they do pick up the option, and maybe they do make him a starter. Who knows? Because they're going to have different guys that they might not have next year. Michael Walker might not be with the team next year. Uh, Seth Lugo might not be with the team next year. They Seth Lugo has an option that he can he can opt out of, which he's pitched better than his $7.5 million that he's going to make. I know we've been talking a lot about money lately here on the show, and at least I have, but this is what... The Padres are going to be doing in the offseason, and they're going to try and figure out how they can get payroll down. But it's the same thing we talked about around 320. How can they get payroll down but not suffer with the team? And I think this would be the I think this would be a way for them to save some money. But at the same time, you gotta you gotta think how is this relationship going to go with Nick Martinez if we give him this. Uh, option-filled contract last season, but now we're going to decline the option, and now he has to decide. It's just kind of um, a PR, or not a PR, but kind of a, a sticky situation for the Padres. They have to be really careful because I think Nick Martinez has been extremely valuable to this team. I know fans love him, and if he is going to be, if he wants to be a starter, at some point I believe the Padres have to make him a starter, or at least give him a real opportunity of being a starter because they have it. They they've said that he could be a starter. They've started him some games. But then they ended up moving him to the bullpen. And I know that he is a team-first guy, and he's doing what he can to help the team. But I also know that there are some career goals for him, which would be to start and to be part of that rotation. And those are the conversations that the Padres are going to have with him in the offseason. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe they do take that club option, and he does get paid $16 million last year. But those are all things that will be decided in the offseason, and those are all things that we will be definitely covering here on 97.3 The Fan. But Nick Martinez is one of those guys to keep an eye on. There's a lot of guys to keep an eye on for next season and whether or not they're back with the Padres. I'm Matt Scravey. This is Gwyn and Chris. Tony Gwynn Jr. coming back for the Big Five. And in the Big Five, we are going to talk about a couple things. We're going to talk about San Diego State and Boise State. But Yahoo Sports reported something about college football, and it involves some sort of demotion by teams if they're not very good. We'll explain in the Big Five next on 97.3 The Fan. Back here in the Odyssey Palace, Matt Scraby, Gwyn and Chris, 97.3 The Fan, have a quick update, and I thought this was a typo on the website, but the Milwaukee Brewers in this game against the Marlins, which we, the Padres, need the Marlins to lose to continue their run to the playoffs, but the Brewers have just put up 12 runs in the top of the second inning, so that's very good for the Padres. Milwaukee leads the Marlins 12 to nothing after two innings. So uh, that that's pretty crazy. I did not expect that. I thought it was a typo, but good for the Padres. On the other side, not so good for the Padres. The Reds have taken a one nothing lead over the Pirates at the end of the second inning. The Diamondbacks and the Yankees 0-0. Uh, as we told you earlier, the Cubs beat the Rockies, so that's already done for today, and the Giants take on the Dodgers tonight. But 12 to nothing in Miami, Brewers putting up 12 in the top of the second. That's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. All right, we have some traffic. We also have a big five to get to. 
So let's do it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Well, the final Big Five before Chris returns to his throne on Monday. <laughs> and I got to say, Tony, I'm a little looking forward to seeing Chris again. I can't, I can't get it. I can barely get it out, but it's true. I, 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 I feel like you're not looking forward to seeing Chris go home the way you just... St- st- stuttered all over that there. <laughs> all the way Stanley. to say it. It was almost like you were forcing yourself uh, to say it. Yeah, because like I know for facts, like three minutes into the show on Monday, I'm going to regret this comment because <laughs> he's going to come at me for something that happened when he was in on vacation. You know. Uh, you know what? We're going to need you to clip this part here for when it does happen, so we can replay. You can just cue it and play it right there. <laughs> all right. Well, yes, Chris is back on Monday. Uh, If you have any fantasy questions, the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast brings you the latest news and player insights to help you win and avoid any embarrassing league punishments, in-depth analysis, start-sit questions, and everything you need for your fantasy team. Download Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the favorite uh, punishments I saw recently was someone had to volunteer at a cow farm and they had to scoop manure for a day for coming in last. That's good. That's I mean, good. that's not bad. That's not bad. I would be willing to do that. So I, th- I don't think that's I don't think that's as good as the yoga tights that uh, 
I saw the kids in high school having to wear for finishing last in their league. Yeah, these kids these days are ruthless. That's a strong <laughs> ruthless. I mean, at least I lost when I was supposed to dress up like my league wanted, and then they forgot because we're all old. So that's good. That's, that's the that is the toughest part about getting old is that something like that will have you looking in the shape of a pug. <laughs> that's, that's, in the shape of a pug. I saw there's a pug that's downstairs. <laughs> that's, that's how older men look at stuff like that, which oh, is hilarious. Yeah, I don't need to be in that. So anyway, <laughs> it's anyway. a great punishment. Though. It is. It is. Number five. We switched to football for now. The Aztecs football team is currently 2-2 two and two on the season, and they are hosting Boise State tonight at Snapdragon Stadium. Tony, simply, is this a must-win game for the Aztecs? Ah, must-win seems a little strong this early, but they need to win. I mean, it's, I don't know if it's a must-win, but it's an important one. Um, this is obviously a conference game. You know, I don't know where Boise's picked to finish this year. Uh, but you know, this is a team that in the past has been a team that you had to deal with. Now I don't, I think they've kind of fallen off a little bit since then. Uh, but I would say it's an important game. I don't know if it's must win, but it's definitely important. Yeah, Boise is one and two. Um, so they are playing San Diego State, and then they play Memphis. They've played UCF and came close, but they got blown out by Washington to open the year. So. Who did? Uh, Boise? Uh, Boise State, yeah. Boise. Boise. I got to say Boise because all the Boise, Boise people come out and they're like, it's actually Boise. I don't know why they sound like that. I'm sorry to the Boise people. Like an old lady. It's actually it's Boise. It's actually Boise. Uh, is this a must-win game? Well, I talked to Kirk the other day, and he swayed me into, yes, it's a must-win game for mm. the Aztecs. Because they're, they have the, the uh, instead of the two separate divisions now in the Mountain West, they have one. That's 1 through 12. Oh, that's right. So it changes the game a little bit, and uh, if they lose this one, it will put them further down in the standings. It'll be way harder to get back up to the top and try to play in that conference championship game. But I think this is a must-win for more than just that. I think it's a must-win, too, because this team has uh, sputtered the last couple weeks, and they need to do something good to get some confidence. Word. Number four. <laughs> Word. Uh, you sent me this earlier this week. We hadn't gotten to talk about it yet, but Yahoo Sports reported that a relegation slash promotion model similar to European soccer is among discussions for a potential partnership between the Pac-2, it's kind of sad, and the Mountain West. The details of the promotion relegation model drafted by Boise State Athletic Director Michael Walsh were obtained by Front, Ro- front Office Sports. Basically, it's like you think it is. You don't play well, you get kicked out of the conference, and someone else comes up. So, or maybe not kicked all the way out of the conference, but you get what I'm saying. You get relegated. You get relegated. Now, it's not likely to happen, but what do you think of this idea? I'm up first. I love this idea. It would get me to watch this conference more than the other conferences. There's something about uh, a team being relegated that I love. There's just something about their them, their dreams being crushed that I think is awesome, and it will make these teams play for something. Right there, right, yes, it is. But it'll make these teams play for something. They they can't get relegated, so you got to play as hard as you can the entire season. But if it did happen, I would like it. What do you think, Tony? Yeah, no, I think I would like it. Uh, I definitely would. Like it. I, I I love the fact that they're researching this idea. You got to get creative. The bottom line is you're not going to be able to keep up. 
you're likely going to lose your automatic playoff bid into the um, oh the in, uh, FBS the Pac-10 Pac-2 is right once these teams they're going to probably lose that and you got to find a way ultimately what this is about is you got to find a way for TVs stations companies to find you your conference valuable ultimately is what it boils down to and if this is I, and I so I think you got to think outside the box and the relegation thing to me is an outside the box type of idea. I, I'm very interested to see what the research says. I love the idea like on its like on the surface, right? Not getting in, not knowing the the deeper ends of it. I think it's a terrific idea. Um, I I hope they can find a way to make it happen, man. Yeah, Keeps that would pressure be cool. on you as a school. To keep recruiting, to do everything, you know, because you the further you go down, the harder, the less money you get. I'm assuming. I know they're gonna get into the more details of it, but yeah, man, I think that's great. I want to see it. I want to see it. Number three, uh, Jared Diamond of the Wall Street Journal put out an interesting article the other day. He wrote about the dangers of sports betting in regards to the Major League Baseball end of season awards. Here's an excerpt from it. Quote, Joel Sherman, a veteran baseball columnist for the New York Post, recently received a bizarre text message from an unfamiliar number. The center didn't identify himself, but in a tone suggesting he was a friend, asked Sherman a question. The question was, who would he pick in the National League's hotly contested MVP race? Uh, Sherman didn't answer, though he did push to find out who he was communicating with, and so he sent it on to the leader or the president of the BBWAA, the Baseball Writers Association of America. And it turns out the sender was a writer for a betting website, according to an internal email sent to members of the BBWAA. I believe that's what it's called. Baseball Writers Association of Writers America. Is- or is it? Baseball. Yeah, baseball. Okay. Uh, Tony, is this concerning to you? Um, Yes and no. I mean, what you need is solid people like Sherman. Yeah. On the other end of those calls, right? Because that's where the whole thing was stymied at. If if he would have either been stupid enough to respond and say, just give a willy-nilly answer, not knowing who it was, understanding his responsibility as a voter, that would be a different thing. If he knew who it was and decided to answer for other reasons, that would be that would be even more concerning. But he didn't. He tried to do his background on who it was. He tried to, uh, and then once he couldn't get that information, what did he do? He sent it on to the folks who, who then found the information. So I, I think that's how it, it has to happen. I, I don't know what you could do to prevent somebody from reaching out to somebody who has a vote. You just have to hope the people that you who get the vote are honorable. Yeah, I agree with everything. I'm just a little worried that one day maybe there's going to be some money exchanged and then there's a whole backdoor thing. And I know I'm thinking the worst. Not honorable voter right there that should have his stuff stripped. Absolutely. I mean, if you're going to take money to tell someone who is going to be the NL MVP winner, I think the question or I think the text message idea is uh, becoming more and more of a thing because I keep getting text messages from people that I don't have their numbers and I don't know why I keep getting these text messages. Like the other day, I got a text message that I mean, just if, said, hi. If you're if you're a con artist or somebody who's trying to get over on somebody, it kind of is the perfect environment because how many of us have, it, have numbers that we communicate that we haven't locked in our phone? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it could... That's, that's what goes across your mind when you... 
have one of those texts. It's like, man, who am I not communicating? First, you go back through your history to see how much you have been communicating yeah. with the person. and right? see the but- conversation. Case in point, me on, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, this week's been a blur, but we were waiting for Robert Ori, and so I uh, texted the guy who had helped us set it up, and I was like, hey, so he's not thought- calling in. And then I got a text back from that guy saying, you might be texting the wrong person. So I looked, and I was texting the wrong person. So then I texted the right person, and it was just a disaster. So I could see myself falling for one of these things, and that's not that's why I'm not a voter for the MVP It's also why you're worried, because you know you would fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Yeah, but I've been more, more selective over my number lately, because I've been getting some weird text messages, like trying to get me to vote for... Christy Nome and Donald Trump and all these other things and trying to sell you know Tony I don't even have a house but this this woman named Kayla keeps texting me about how she wants to buy my house so I don't even have a house yeah there you go <laughs> number two uh, during the 49ers Super Bowl looking 30 to 12 win over the Giants last night listen to you things got kind of heated near the end of the first half with just 13 seconds left to play in the second quarter Brock Purdy took a knee that should have ended the half but it didn't because 49ers left tackle Trent Williams got into it with New York's Ashawn Robinson and right after the play Williams pushed Robinson and that's when things got a little crazy because after Robinson responded by getting in Williams face, the 49ers star appeared to retaliate by taking a swing at Robinson. I retweeted this video at Matt Scraby. I think Robinson took the first swing. Interesting. It was it was a it was a sneak shot. It was like his right hand, and you kind of can see it like clip Williams, which is right at the time Williams fires back. That was my take. Mm, I've watched this video many but times. But Williams was the initiator, though. Yeah, because he pushed him. He pushed, he pushed him. It, right. And w- I was at the game last week, and Trent Williams. Massive human being. Just a massive human being. Um, so I retweeted this at Matt's grave if you want to see the video. I'm up first. Should Trent Williams have been ejected? Now, the NFL did come out and say that there was nothing egregious about this play, so that's why they didn't eject him. But if I'm going to be fair, and I'm going to you know, con- I'm, I'm going to continue to have no bias in this, I think he should have been ejected. He clearly punched him. He's punching him. The referees were standing right next to him. And what do they say, Tony? It's not the guy who usually... It's not the guy who starts it. It's the guy who responds to it. And I think he should have been ejected last night. I think that was a major miss by the referees. What do you think? Um, I didn't think he should have been ejected. I didn't think it was egregious. I didn't think it... Uh, I didn't think it... Um, what's the word? I, I didn't think it like escalated a, a situation to, you know make it a bigger deal so yeah no i thought i thought they got it right i i don't want to see somebody i know they threw a punch they both threw punches yeah in my opinion um and maybe the ref did or didn't see it but um yeah i was okay with both guys standing again all right interesting see i took the right way and you you actually gave oh, the oh, truth so i took the wrong no no way. no, no. i said you can give the truth and because people would tell me well if you say he's not going to get ejected just because you're a 49 fan Bro. Oh, oh, I see. Bro. You, just, you, you tried to cover your rear end is what it sounds like. And Trent Williams, though, if I got to say, he he takes some cheap shots now. I mean, I've seen him <laughs> Who's take this? Trent Williams Trent, takes some cheap he, shots. He's, he's kind of a bully. He's a he's big kinda, bully. He, he's, he's, he's way bigger than everybody else. He knows he's way bigger than everybody else. Everybody seems to be a little scared of him. 
and he takes full advantage of it. Full advantage. <laughs> because he can run a 4.5 at 300 pounds. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's it's quite ridiculous. Uh, 350, so, I would I have say. Noticed him, I have noticed him getting loose on cats, and, and no one wants any smoke with him. <laughs> Number one. All right. Future Hall of Famer Miguel Cabrera is retiring after this season, and he has been doing the farewell tour throughout the year. The A's were no different, but they were kind of careless for a few reasons. First... They decided to give Cabrera a bottle of wine, and after researching, CBS Sports' Danny Vietti found it, or found out it was a $90 bottle that you can buy I online. saw $75 bottle. I, I'm sure you can find some deals on a, a, a $100 a or lower bottle of wine. Yes. So they, so they uh, gave him some relatively cheap wine. I know it's 90 bucks, but anyway. Second, Cabrera has had a history with alcohol abuse and did spend three months in an alcohol treatment center. Um, and something I would do as a recovering alcoholic, Cabrera accepted the gift and then pretended to drink it as he walked off. So that is something that I would definitely do. I think it's hilarious. Tony, is it more embarrassing for the A's that they gave him a $90 bottle of wine or they gave it to someone who struggled with alcohol in the past? <sighs> Probably both. <laughs> I mean, yes. it, it, it's, it's Oakland A. And by the way, bottle Camus is Camus is delicious wine. It's really, really good. And it's not I mean, a lot of people would say seventy five bottle dollar bottle of wine is not cheap. Oh, However, you're right, you're right. It is a major league baseball team handing it off as a gift. Now, I saw him given a, a surfboard and a custom surfboard in, in Anaheim. Um I, I'm pulling a bet that it was more than seventy five dollars. <laughs> um, I think they're going to finish last, which I guess isn't a surprise knowing what their payroll is. And and because every he's going to get one of these gifts everywhere he goes. Yeah. Right. And if the funny thing is, if he would have come to San Diego, I'm almost positive he would have got a surfboard too. Yeah. They gave. I mean, that is like the gift they give. Pujols last year he got a surfboard. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So Mariana you know, Rivera, I believe, got. A but surfboard. the fact that they ended up with a bottle of wine and they're probably going to finish last on the list in that. I think it's fitting. This is where they are. And I just thought it was hilarious to see Mark Godse standing next to Miguel Cabrera as he's cheesing with a bottle of Camus next to it. It's, it's, it, it's fitting. It's fitting. I saw a comment that was really funny. It was like almost the PR staff of the A's forgot about this, and then they ran <laughs> to the nearest BevMo and bought him the most expensive <laughs> bottle, which it does totally seem like that. And uh, it was like, oh, we're supposed to get him something? Oh, 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 oh here we'll go get a wine. Go get a bottle of Camus. <laughs> He'll love that. Uh, for me, I think uh, as a recovering alcoholic, I... I think it's more embarrassing they gave him a $90 bottle of wine. I mean, he it, he sounded like, or he looked like he had fun with it, so he looks like he's in a good place. Um, if, he, if this was, like, recent alcohol issues, then it would be different, but this was a long time ago, and he's been it's good still for the, that, But that's why I said both, right? It, it's, it's, You're right, yes, it it's is embar- both. It's embarrassing that he they bought a $75 uh, bottle of Camus, but it's also embarrassing because he was in rehab in, like, yeah. 2010, so, like... Yo, it's yeah. It's I'm sorry. Yeah, I offic- no, 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 no. It's you're both. right. I officially say it's both as well. And the A's just continue to look terrible on their way to terrible. Las Vegas. Terrible, I tell you. You think Las Vegas wants a seventy-five dollar bottle of wine? Probably not. Probably not. But Vegas wouldn't do it like that. No, 
But they're going to get the A's. I checked that. He's still the owner, so maybe they would do it like that. (laughs) All right, that's it for the news. He'll be giving a a coupon to, like, the nearest strip clubs in in Vegas. There we go. Spearmint Rhino. That's the way they would go. (laughs) All right, that's it for the Big Five. When we get back, we'll hear a little bit from Bomel and uh, his media scrum before the game. It's on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.